Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Welcome here to another episode of your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Today, we got a special guest on to talk about direct mail piece, uh, Mr. Rob Seifert. Is that how we say it? Is that how we say the last name, Rob? You got it on the money. Boom. Nice. Good deal. Hey, man, I've heard my name pronounced just about every imaginable way possible. I'm guessing you're probably similar, but um, glad yeah. that glad that we got it right there so chris why don't you go ahead and introduce rob here a little bit and then uh, let's jump in and talk some direct mail pieces yeah so rob's a serial entrepreneur has uh, started a number of companies is just a straight um bad bad man um just kicks butt takes names i, I know they just had a massive merger with um I, I believe i don't remember if gary was on the show or not but if he's not he's gonna be on the show uh here with us um, with uh, REI Vault into realestateinvestor.com. And uh, I know uh, Rob's done a ton of uh, stuff in the tech space. Um, I think today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of the direct mail stuff, just because I know that's something that we have used is their uh, done for you direct mail system and uh, how to target for sellers that are ready to rock and ready to go. So, um, but anyway, uh, I think he can answer and uh, really hit on so many different things in the real estate investing and the real estate uh, retail, just finding motivated seller leads and uh, just so much on that space. So with that said, uh, Rob, tell me, and, and we're in a, an event together. It, it, we go down to Mexico, although he uh, bailed on us this year um, go to Mexico in uh, February every year. And uh, yeah, that's it. So Rob, tell us about yourself. Tell us where you were, where you are now. And uh, then let's jump into the meat of it, brother. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't bail, but I couldn't make it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish I was there this year. Um, but I'm I'm a born and raised Metro Detroit. For those that don't know that area, just north of the actual city of Detroit in the suburbs. Um, grew up my whole life there. Started my real estate, what is now my real estate empire, um, back there several several years ago. Bought and sold hundreds and hundreds of homes, uh, owned a property management company north of 500 doors. And then all of that led me down to sunny Tampa, Florida, uh, wow, almost five years ago now, and the expansion into the tech space within real estate, building CRM and list management tools. And then, yes, inevitably meeting the great Gary Boomershine and their done-for-you company, REI Vault, in over the last year. Um, Without COVID's help, throwing trying to throw monkey wrenches in it, we completely merged our businesses into one massive thing under realestateinvestor.com to service everyone within real estate. Um, so that's like the 30,000 foot view of where I was, where I am, and where I'm at right now. And we can dive into anything and everything real estate. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, yeah, let's just talk a little bit because uh, I love... Uh, realestateinvestor.com and REI Vault. I love, I love it. We've used it. Um, it's been really helpful to us. 
Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to talk about what you're doing and um, with that, how it's how it's different and why it's it's powerful. I know that uh, the really cool thing is um, I know that, uh, you know, if you call, is it Juliet? I, I, I can't remember. Or Julie or whatever. Julia. Anyway, Julia. Yeah. I was close. I was close. Julia. You were, you were real close. Yeah. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, if you if you mention my name on everything that uh, you guys will be able to get like some special promotions. So um, pretty, pretty cool. So um, if you reach out to Julia, which um, I know we can get you her information, but tell us about um, REI Vault because it's powerful. We use it and it's uh, provided a lot of opportunities for our residential team, but also opportunities for investment. Yeah, so that is now uh, now underneath the realestateinvestor.com umbrella, what we call our done-for-you services. And so essentially, it's just that, right? Like we take all of the front-end load off of you. And so we manage getting you the right data, right? Which is where it all begins. Uh, just the headline of this topic today, micro data to target the right things. Well, that all starts in getting the right data. And the right data is compiling a whole bunch of data and narrowing that down through list stacking, as we call it, into the pinpointed things that you should be going after that have the most possibility of actually becoming um, someone that you wanna talk to, right? From there, on the done for you side, we actually get that list, we stack it for you, we put it together and we manage your direct mail campaign and potentially some other marketing, depending on what marketing channels you wanna go into, um, direct mail being one of the more effective with We've done over 70 million pieces of mail. So we've tested over 400 different mail pieces, every list you can possibly imagine. And so we know what works. And so we manage getting that out for you on a consistent basis, weekly, um, in a weekly rotation based on whatever your marketing budget is. And then included in that service, our ISA or internal sales agents are actually handling all of the inbound that comes in from that pre-screening it all, looking at it all, doing all the follow-up calls, getting the people on the phone, asking them the qualifying questions to find out if they are actually an owner of a property and if they are looking to sell and a whole bunch of other questions. And then at that point, passing it off to you, the agent or the investor, whatever your situation is, to go and finalize the deal based on what you do best, right? You're negotiating whatever terms you want, whatever contracts you're doing, um, and we're teeing it up for you. And our team is continuing to send out more marketing and manage all of those leads, as we call mining and refining, sifting through all the, the coal that came in, so to speak, to find the gold to hand it off to you and your team so that you guys can just focus on closing more deals and we handle everything else. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I don't want to make this like a complete sales pitch, even though like it should be because it's just an easy way to, to do business. Um, so yep. tell us, um, you know, a lot of people are, are looking at, you know, pay-per-click, SEO, um, cold calling, just all the other ways to, to get in front of people. Um, and I, I don't think any of those are bad ways. All of those are good ways. Um, but I, a lot of people feel like direct mail is for dinosaurs and just totally out. Tell us, um, uh, just, I mean, what's your thought on that? Can you talk, talk to that? And I know that you guys do other stuff as well. Um, you know, all the other type of help with other things. Um, but I personally love direct mail. Um, and so that's why, uh, I'm, I'm all about it, but could you speak to the direct mail side of stuff? Yeah, hundred percent. So first and foremost, you're right. There are other channels. We manage other channels as well. The reality is all channels work if you work them, Right. 
So, and all, all that comes down to just consistently doing that thing and continuing to do it, refine it, tweak it until it works well for you. Now, having put all those things out there, right? Some of those things are going to work better or not as good in certain markets. Some of those things are um, going to work during a certain time frame better than they will in other time frames. Some of those things have a lot of compliance laws around them, like cold calling and text messaging, right? And you got to be very, very cautious and careful about the way you approach them. Direct mail happens to be the one in all of them that, from my perspective, and I know, I know you agree because you obviously you do it and you love it, um, will always work, always has worked, and is never going to go away, right? Um, direct mail has built some of the biggest organizations you see in this planet, and specifically in the United States. You know, I, I, I like to use the analogy that everyone on this call. I can guarantee one thing, you have gotten a Bed Bath & Beyond 20% off coupon to your house and you keep getting them. Why? Why would a huge operation like that do that? Because direct mail works. It just does. Direct mail is what I like to call is the long-term game. It will always work no matter what kind of market we're in. So it's like that, that one you know, rock solid piece of marketing that you know that you can do that always has a consistent result that you can count on and then you can reverse engineer. How much money do you wanna make? Here's what I can do with direct mail to get there. You can do that with other channels too, but direct mail happens to be one of the more consistent, uh, reliable sources you know, time and time again. And then it's just getting the data right so that you're actually generating even better results from your direct mail. Why are so many people moving away from direct mail in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's two things. One, it's what you said, uh, people think it's the dinosaur, right? It's it, Here's the reality. It's been around forever. It works, always has. So in that statement, it's not the shiny new object that someone can say, hey, you're missing out because you're not doing X. You know, oh, did you know about this marketing channel? You should be doing this. And this is why you're not making money. The reality is direct mail is not sexy, right? So marketers that are selling you stuff that you should be doing uh, and giving a sales pitch nothing against the sales pitch the reality is it doesn't mean those things they're selling you are better than direct mail it's just they can put a better sales pitch around why you should buy their course or their thing to do the next marketing channel that may not be as effective as direct mail so that's one right we we tend to be in this world that is like instant gratification and so we're chasing the next shiny object because of the allure that told us that's going to make us all the money and it's why we haven't um, instead of just realizing that the basics will always be the basics, the basics will always work, no matter what you do, no matter what's being sold out there today, the basics always work and you always come back. There's nothing new. There's just a new marketing play on it to sell it to you. And then two, direct mail happens to be one of the more expensive marketing channels um, because you actually got to get good quality list data and then you have to send mail, which you have postage and things like that. So again, there's a little bit more expense. But in my experience, you're also going to make more money off of direct mail, generally speaking, too. But people don't see that because it's not sexy conversation. Right. Not right. a new software tool. Well, it reminds me. I mean, it's like a lot of stuff where it's expensive. It reminds me of uh, um, Lance Loken, who is a uh, one of the top uh, retail agents in the country. And he told the story about how um, he I'll tell you what. I mean, the, the craziness here, how he spent. I forget what he was spending, but he went into radio and he knew he was going to have to spend a lot of money on radio. And 
Uh, I think he said for eight months, six, seven months, he didn't get a deal so much so, but he, he was like, I'm just going to hold on. I'm just going to hold on. Stop paying his mortgage because he didn't have enough money for his mortgage so that he could pay his radio bill. And uh, after the eighth month, he finally got a, a listing, uh, just a regular listing for $80,000 on a mobile home. And, uh, and then, then just kept, kept going and going. And finally, uh, you know, literally his house was about to get foreclosed on and got ended up getting a couple deals that so he could pay his mortgage. And then um, a, a number of other things happened. But but it is crazy because there's a lot of expense and a lot of crazy, uh, crazy time while you're waiting for stuff to pop. Uh, I got it. Well, I got a practical question here from Michael. Michael's wondering, um, he says he's got all the data. He's just wondering what com uh, which companies you would recommend for uh, postcard mailers. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's simple. There's really, there's no, really no wrong answer to that, right? Because they're, they're all just mail houses. They're going to do what you ask them to do from that perspective. Um, so depending on the volume you're going to do, some, some good standard high quality companies that I know of, uh, that we've used are uh, Yellow Letters HQ, um, really great company to work with, great customer service and follow through, um, and then you have Graphic Connections, uh, which is also a tremendously great company that can help you and set up the right stage pieces and stuff like that. So they're the, in the real estate space, they're probably in the top two of mail houses that I would recommend. There's there's a handful of others if you were like super high volume, we're just looking for like the cheapest mail. Um, but as far as like high quality pieces uh, and companies that would help you like write pieces for you and what you're trying to do. Those are probably the top two I would recommend directly. Yeah. Awesome. Um, one other question we had is, uh, can you target specific communities in a zip code? Yeah, hundred percent. And I would, that goes into the micro data, right? The more specific right. you are, the better you're going to get. Right. And I would say like, even in that, like people always think that and this is part of where it makes it expensive for people that they have to mail like an entire county. No, you don't. I never mail an entire county. I, I generally like if I'm if I was wholesaling or I was specific specifically picking an area that had high value that I know there were properties I wanted to list in, I would pick my top ten zip codes and I would only focus on that. Um, and if you're you know a zip code that you love and only want to work in, then yeah, I would just pull all the data for that zip code. And, and potentially go after everyone or personally, I like to stack and get a little bit more ironed out. So I would, I would find some other criteria within that zip code for, to get even more targeted on the houses that I wanted to go after. Um, and then I would stack those and go after just that list. So in, in that, I, I guess like what would be um, a good, like what's a good uh, for someone that's, that's getting into it, how many, like how, how large or small should the target list be in your, in your opinion? Like for someone that's just getting started. Yeah. Um, for someone that's just getting started, uh, obviously your budget is probably smaller. I, I would say if you're going to get in direct mail, you should not get into direct mail. If your overall total data is not at least 10,000 properties. Now, that doesn't mean you have to mail all 10,000 properties but you at least have to have a good starting point of data. And so for me, I'm saying that from a perspective of I, I stack everything. So, so stacking, just for those of you that don't know what that means, um, we created a software tool that does that, but you could just take someone, you know, get a VA that understands Excel and basically manipulate your Excel spreadsheet so that you're, you're finding like, if I went and got a list of 
you know, all the houses that had high equity in my zip code. And then I got a list of all of the houses in that same zip code that were currently vacant or currently, you know, absentee owned or, or um, name your pain point or thing you're trying to target. Right. And I got 10,000 total properties at a minimum. And I combined and matched like, Hey, this list and this list and this, this between these three lists, this one property is on all of them, right? You would find that about 10% of your data is on multiple different lists. Those are actually who you should be going after, right? If you wanted to get highly targeted. So out of 10,000, you'd end up with a thousand roughly that I then would go, you know, that that's enough data to at least start a, an effective direct mail campaign. Now, obviously the more data you have, the more effective and wider your reaches. But again, I would still do that same theory. Like if I had the budget to go get 100,000 property addresses on multiple different list types, I would end up with about 10,000 that I should go after, right? And in that 10,000, then I would, I, would, I would mail all of those on a, on a monthly cycle. Now I'd send, you know, like 2,500 a week, every single week, but I'd be cycling through the 10,000 every 30 days. You may have hit this earlier, um, but like what, what sort of ROI on, on that, on that sort of, uh, on that volume, are you, are you looking at? Good, good rule of thumb. And I'm going to give you an average across the nation because this is going to be highly dependent on your market that you're in. You know, obviously some are way higher cost, way higher profit margins. Some are lower. Um, going to depend on if you're looking to list it versus, you know, flip it versus wholesale it versus your extra strategy, right? Because again, some of those are way more profitable, but you should be looking for at a minimum a three to one return on investment for anything that you do in direct mail. And I would expect more depending on your exit strategies and other things. So for every thousand dollars you spend in direct mail, you should be making three thousand in direct mail at a different way. And that's on the minimum. What should we be asking you about about direct mail and just about you know marketing to to these folks that we're not asking you? Yeah, the mo- the most common things that um I'll give it to you this way. Instead of what you should be asking, I'll just tell you the most common things that we see people that make them fail and why they come and get our done for you services because they know they're not going to do it. Right. So number one is they think they just buy this big list and mail everybody. And then they expect an immediate return. And if it doesn't work that first mailing, right. So they get the 10,000, they mail all 10,000 at once. They get some phone calls, kind of like your friend with the radio, right? Like, ah, I didn't get a result, except he did the right thing. He stuck with it until it worked because it will work. Most people bail out, right? So that, that's like failure point number one. It, it, you have to, whatever, I don't care what marketing channel choose. Uh, they're all the same, but let's just hone on direct mail. If you're not going in it with the mindset that I'm going to mail every single week, let's say every Thursday, for example, which we have found is the best day to send mail, Every week for the next 12 weeks, don't bother with doing direct mail because it's, it, it, you could, I could say that about any marketing channel, because at that point, you're just hoping that I'm going to get lucky in this first one or two pieces of mail that I send out. And if it didn't happen in the first one or two, well, then this must not work. Well, no, you just didn't work it. Right. So that's consistency in the marketing, spreading it out over the longer time are the questions most people don't ask. Yet, it's the number one thing that makes people successful at sending direct mail or any marketing channel. And then number two is, well, what would you stack? What lists would you go get, right? That's the common, the common question that people like that. What's the magic list? The magic list, truthfully, is the one you create. 
Um, so that sounds like the, I'm not giving an answer, but in fact, I am giving an answer. The challenge is everyone wants, there is no magic list. There is no, just go by this one data point of data and magically I'm going to make all my money off of this one thing, right? Like, oh, it's high equities or it's unknown equities or it's this. That's all a, that's all a myth. There is no one singular data point that is the thing that is the best, right? The best is collecting multiple data points stacking them, matching them up so that you find the properties that have multiple data points of some level of distress and or ability and want to sell or list, right? Whatever factors are in your, as we call your avatar, the person that's going to list you the house that you're looking to get, what are the qualities about that property or person that you like? You need all those data points. The more of them you can collect, the better your starting ground is for your direct mail or any marketing channel. So those are like the most common things people don't do or don't ask um, that they should be because they're the things that are going to make you ultimately successful in direct mail and any marketing channel. So um, I know we've got three minutes left. So let me ask uh, one more quick question before we, uh, before we kind of figure out how to get in touch and all the other stuff. Um, what do you, what do you see as the difference between postcards versus letters versus handwritten letters versus newsletters, all of the stuff there and, why do you use the different mediums and, and what, like, what are you using? Why? And what do you see as like the, the place for them? Yeah. Um, we have a lot of experience with the letters and postcard handwritten letters they all work for different purposes and different targets. Right. So if you're looking to go on a more massive scale and just hit more stuff and higher budget, um, generally speaking, you're going to get a similar ROI um, and a lower expense allowing you to reach more people by utilizing postcards, right? So that's where postcards come in really handy. Um, Higher gloss, higher quality are great on a follow-up series. Now, if you're getting, um, if you're trying to be more professional, like for those of you that are on here looking for listings, you're going to find that letters professionally written are probably going to get you a better result and even handwritten letters um, if it fits into your budget, an even better result. Now, those two, because they're more expensive, right? They're generally like almost double the cost of a postcard, um, are going to be better suited for your higher quality data, uh, meaning higher price point homes, um, you know, a better, better, more astute uh, owner of the property, right? And and so that's that's really the differentiator between which one's better for you is really going to depend on what you're going after, what your target is and what your data is um, because they all work. They're all going to get a result, you know, but if you were going to go after, you know, cheaper houses, you know, 150,000 or under postcards are going to be similarly effective or, or just as effective or better as than letters. So why not cut your cost in half in that case and just send postcards, right? Uh, you're going to go after higher end homes, three, four, 500,000, your professional letter is going to get you a better result. Right. So that's kind of the factor in what's going to be better for you, from my perspective. Boom. This is this is awesome. So um, obviously, realestateinvestor.com, um, you can reach out to uh, Julia. What's the best way to get in touch? Just go to uh, uh, realestateinvestor.com or reivault.com. Is that the best way for people to uh, get in touch if they're looking to do this, but uh, looking to have somebody kind of do it for them, which is what we do? We've got a big team but it's just easier to have someone do it for you and kind of scrub the list. It's it, just with all the other things going on. Is that the best way that people can get in touch? 
Yeah, realestateinvestor.com and right on the middle of the page, it tells you um, the three things we offer, right? Which is our platform that everything is based off of and the technology that runs it all um, and our done for you services. And then there's a thing for coaching. So if you just click done for you services or the platform, either one's going to open up the ability to schedule a call, get a demo, whatever works for you to learn more and have our team hop on a call with you and see um, and answer any questions you have to help you get the best out of your market, whether you use us or not. That's awesome. Let them uh, let them know that we referred you, and I think there's like some special uh, uh, that they have for you if you let them know that uh, we referred you. So um, that you heard on the podcast. Um, so yeah, check it out, Jeff. Do you have any last questions? I know we're at, at the top of the hour. Any last questions before we wrap it? Uh, this is all great stuff, Rob. Definitely, uh, uh, you know, a lot more to to learn and do here. You guys uh, obviously have a great process. I don't know uh, for everybody that's listening. You know, I've, I've started doing a lot of my own direct mail uh, pieces over the last couple of months. I'm like, man, there's so much to learn. And, uh, but at the same time, uh, time is, uh, is valuable. And so uh, I'm going to definitely be checking out the, uh, what you guys got going on. So Rob, thanks for everything and uh, truly appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome guys. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be reaching out later today, buddy. Cool. Well, hey, friends, this concludes another episode here of your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Uh, We'll be back on same time, same place this Thursday. Uh, Look forward to seeing you then. Until then, uh, continue crushing it. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.